Hey guys, what's up? It's Coach Allie bringing you episode 170 of the Powerhouse Podcast, how to mentally prepare for competing in a new system. As you guys know, I just did this and I am excited to talk about it. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast, hosted by sisters, former Miss Nebraska's and a Miss Nebraska USA, and expert coaches, Ali Swanson-Mancuso and Megan Swanson-Rhodes. Every Tuesday, we bring you a life-changing, challenging, and activating episode to help high-achieving women win their pageants, massively transform their mindsets, and dominate all aspects of life, including elements both inside and what most consider traditionally as areas outside of pageantry. Allie and Megan coach high-achieving women in all 50 states and beyond and live to see women conquer their dreams. If you're not already part of our Powerhouse Club, join the fastest-growing group of winning pageant queens on the planet, linked in the show notes every single week. Now, let's get on to this week's episode. Hello, everybody. I'm Coach Allie. Welcome to episode 170 of the Powerhouse Podcast, How to Mentally Prepare for Competing in a New System. I'm super excited to talk about this today because as a lot of you guys know, I just put myself through this. So we have our coaching techniques and from time to time, Megan and I like to throw ourselves back in the gambit. I decided to do a Mrs. Pageant in a system that I have never done before just to put these powerhouse tips and tricks back to the test, learn a little bit more about this new system. We had a couple clients also competing in it in different divisions, and I had an absolute blast. So I am super excited to talk to you guys about that today and just really give you some tips and tricks if you're choosing to compete in a new system, if that's a new division because you aged out or it's just a new pageant in general, I wanna talk about it. So I know a lot of our listeners Maybe you are Miss Division or Teen, you just graduated Teen, you're going to Miss, maybe you're Miss and you aged out of one pageant and you are now exploring another option. Maybe you are a Miss contestant and or candidate depending on your pageant system and you aged out of that specific pageant, you're exploring like going from Miss America to volunteer or America or volunteer to USA or United States or USOA or NAM or High School America or whatever the pageant is, Collegiate America, whatever the pageant is, these same fundamental principles apply if you are exploring a new pageant system. Starting with the very first tip and trick that I would have for everybody is know the game that you are playing. Okay, there are some fundamental truths that reign true regardless of the pageant system that you are a part of, whether it's Miss America, Miss USA, Miss whatever, Mrs. whatever, you have to know the rules of the game that you are playing. Okay, those that don't know the rules, you're in this analogy going to get disqualified or you're not going to be able to make it to the end because you don't know what the rules are that you're playing by. Okay, so let me explain that. A good practical first step of exploring a new pageant system, beginning to know if it's a good fit for you, knowing how to even wrap your brain around how to mentally prepare, starts with knowing about the pageant itself, okay? And a great place to start is number one, follow the state and national title holders on social media that currently carry this title. If it's a larger pageant like Miss America, Miss USA, follow your state title holder as well as the national title holder. See how they represent the role. See what organizations they represent, what causes they are 
volunteering their time towards and start to mimic those things in your own title or try to incorporate some of those partnerships or working with some of those partnerships at a local or state level. It's a great thing. Mimicry is the best form of flattery, people say, or copying is, depending on if you're talking about business or pageants or whatever. And same is true really in pageant systems. So if you don't know the game that you're playing, have your eyes and ears open to whomever is currently the representative of that pageant system. Even reach out to them for some advice, some resources, some tips. Maybe they have a national director or an office or a help desk that can really help field some of those questions if you're not going to talk to the national title holder directly. And a great place to start with that is actually the website. So regardless of which pageant system you're talking about, most of them have a website that you can go to, that you can click on state or local or national, hopefully national. If the pageant does not have a national website, I would be a little bit concerned of uh, the the reality of that pageant system or really what it can actually provide you as far as scholarships and awards and whatever, but to each his own, just do your homework. But website sleuthing is a great place to start. So after you go to social media, follow all those girls and that you're trying to emulate, go to the website. What are the actual phases of competition that you are going to be competing in? Do you know that? Is it something that you've never done before? So for girls who are going from Miss America to USA, Now that Miss America does not have a swimsuit, or maybe you're going America volunteer or whatever, you've never done swim before. That's a huge element of competition. It's going to be new for you. Similarly, if you're going the opposite direction and you are competing for Miss America for the first time or Volunteer America for the first time and you've never done talent before, that is going to be a huge element that is new to your phase of competition that you need to look into and ask some key questions. What is my talent? Does it have a wow factor? Does it have me sparkle on stage? Is this something that I just like to do or does it really resonate with other people? Do I need a coach? Do I understand the musical avenue of it? Do I know the time cutoff and do I have the edit? capabilities to do that myself or do I need somebody else? There's so many questions that can go into each area of competition when you really get granular with it. But it starts with knowing what am I actually doing? What are the rules that this pageant system plays by? Do they care about me being a business professional over, you know, Miss Warm and Fuzzy? Or do they really, really care about volunteering and service and they want to see my heart? Do they care about the number of volunteer hours that I have racked up or stacked up in my journey? Some do. And some just care more generally. They want you to share your stories, but some have these very specific metrics that they want X girl with whatever qualifications they deem worthy of that title. Each pageant system is totally within their rights to make that call. And it's up to you as somebody participating in that system, not to change the fundamentals of the pageant system, hear me on this, but understand the rules by which you have to play the game. Okay. So let me use this as an example, because I know a lot of you find yourself in this boat if you're listening to this, and it's just easy to understand. You can do so many different examples. You can have so many any different examples, but I'm going to use fitness because it's something that tends to be something that a lot of people latch on to. So we've had people on our podcast, we've had people in our powerhouse club talking about this that have been plus size pageant title holders and found success. Whether or not they found success in the realm of a pageant system with a swimsuit, with a fitness element, or without is up to them, and it kind of depends on their journey and their brand. But similar to every single girl's message that we have interviewed or brought on to help work with our girls or our community, 
or even just had on our podcast is they knew the rules of the game. Okay, so no pageant system is saying that you can't be plus size, you can't be curvy, you can't show your natural body, but there's a difference between curvy and unhealthy. Hello, can I speak to you honestly uh, for a second? There is a difference uh, between those two, and most pageant systems just want you to take strides of health in your life. It's up to you what that actually looks like, and yes, different pageant systems have different specificity on what that actually looks like and what the function of the role needs to be able to do. So if there is a modeling aspect attached to the pageant system that you are a part of, keep that in mind. If you have a swimsuit sponsor, they sponsor the national title holder. How are you going to fix that into your brand so you can prove that you are a good representative, that you're not afraid of that, that you're confident in modeling swimsuits if that's part of the job? Again, this is one very specific example, but it's easy to pinpoint because a lot of people point this out in different pageant systems that have fitness or swim and we get questions about that all the time. I'm plus size. How do I make this work? And we've done several podcasts on that topic specifically, but you have to know the game that you are playing because the worst thing in the world is to argue, oh, you know, they didn't accept me. This pageant system doesn't understand me. You know, they'll never pick a plus size girl when in reality, If your brand was 100% on par, you were the most impressive person, you were the most confident woman in the the room, and you had a tailor-made business plan, marketing plan that the organization would be stupid not to pick you, why wouldn't they, right? A lot of times we use those type of things as an excuse to not do the inner work, the inner healing, the inner preparation, the mindset work before we actually step foot on the stage or step foot either in the interview room or logging on to Zoom if it's an online interview. And we use those as excuses to build a fence against something when reality it's a self-check thing. Like we didn't actually do the work and it's easier to blame somebody else rather than pointing internally and being like, you know what? I didn't work hard. I don't actually deserve this. And the girl that won worked harder than me or the organization or pageant was clear about what they wanted and I either didn't pay attention, neglected it, and did not do my best into explaining my brand as best as I could, okay? I could go talking about that for, I mean, 30, 40, 50, X amount of minutes, But hopefully you understand my analogy there. Know the game that you are playing because each pageant is different and it's up to you to realize the rules, regulations, what kind of person they want, how they want their title holder to communicate, to relate to others, what the function of the role is. All of that should be questions that you can figure out beforehand, okay? The next thing is figure out their why. This goes into knowing the rules that you're playing by. Figure out the why of the pageant. This is very, very different between different pageant systems. And for me in my journey, this was a huge shift for me because coming from the Miss America system where you really are bred to be a business professional, you're supposed to be polished in every area, be able to give a TED talk. I mean, I I could give speeches for 90 minutes, two hour seminars, but also have to relate to kindergartners and I'm reading a story to them. Like that's a huge difference in your communication and how you prepare but I always had to be polished, always had to be on all the time. Compared to the pageant system that I just got done competing in, United States is very, very, very heart and warmth based, platform based, and they want to hear your struggles, your journeys, your perseverance, and they want you to connect with the audience and the judges. And at least that was my impression after competing in the system. 
And obviously I did something right. I got top five the first time competing in the system. And, but a couple of things that you can do practically is knowing when was it founded? Why was it founded? What is the mission and vision of this pageant? What makes it different from others? What do they care about? What do they want their girls, their title holders to model? Those are great questions that if you don't know the answer to that, there's going to be a disconnect in you thinking you are doing a good job competing or you thinking you are doing the right presentation. And for my podcast people listening to this, I'm doing air quotes as I say that. But you presenting well might not connect with the board or the judges or the audience because you're having two different conversations. Like one person is speaking, one person is speaking Japanese and the other is speaking German. Like you're both speaking a language and you're communicating, but you're not going to understand, right? Unless you understand both languages. That is so true, again, regardless of the pageant system that you are competing in. Know the game that you're playing. The second thing is know where you measure up in this game. So after doing your research, understanding how to play, it's time to compare a little bit, okay? Do you know where you would stack up if you competed today? That's a really important question that a lot of people are afraid to ask. And I'm not saying get in your head about comparing yourself to all of the other girls competing. I'm not telling you to do that. But there is an element of self-examination and outward examination of saying, okay, what is like the standard that I need to be at to do well and to match my goal? So how do I understand myself better than anyone else knows me? Am I doing the personal work to know my storylines, to actually get my butt in the community and serve others? Am I posting about that on social media? Am I doing the things that this pageant wants me to be doing before I step in the national pageant so there's not a disconnect in who I'm presenting on stage, who they see in interview, and my social media? Or if your interview's prior to competing, the person who they see in interview and then the person who they see on stage, which can also cause a disconnect. It might make you place, but not win at the end of the day. Doing the work before you get there, taking action is so, so, so important because it also helps you measure up and know, am I doing a good job in this realm of pageantry with this pageant system? And what am I doing in comparison to other people? Now, again, I am an Enneagram 3. I totally know what it's like to get caught up in accomplishments mindset. Like, I just need to do more. I just need to do more and more and more and more and more is better. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that the pitfall is if you do nothing, you're not going to know how to play the game. Okay. If I, I relate a lot of this back to basketball and my college athletic experience, I was a two-time All-American basketball player in college and I, sports is just a really easy analogy to pivot a lot of these examples back to. So if I never got in the gym and shot free throws, if I never practiced my defense, if I never did closeout drills, which I hated because I'm 6'2 and I, I normally was a little bit slower than the people I was defending and I used my length to make up for it. Like I had to really lean on my strengths, not my weaknesses. That will preach. That's a whole nother message. Um, and you can take that into pageantry as well. But if I never did that, if I, if I never ran sprints, if I was never in the weight room, I wouldn't have had the strength and the skill to, when pressure came in that game, be able to produce and know, okay, this person that I'm competing against, here is her strengths. And I need to be able to shore, shore up my defense and tune it up. And I have to have this level to be able to beat this individual. It is the exact same thing in pageantry. If I was guarding somebody in basketball who had an amazing outside field goal percentage, or they were like 80% from the free throw line, I knew I do not want to foul them to get there. And if some of you guys are listening to this, you're like, Ali, I'm a pageant girl. I don't know sports. Um, 
hopefully some of you do and you're getting my references, but basically (laughs) you need to know the rules of the game of your opponent. Same thing in pageantry. Again, I'm not saying you need to micro analyze every single other competitor. Okay. But when you get there at nationals or whatever your pageant is, you're going to do that naturally. Girls naturally compare. You have this internal cadence of where do I stack up? How am I doing? It's exciting when you are in a headset or a a mindset of I'm doing a good job. Like I feel like I'm, you know, in that upper percentage. As we all know, at the end of the day, it's up to the judges and you cannot control 100% what somebody views about you, but you can control you being in the upper percentage of the bunch. And that is a lot about your mindset preparation, knowing the rules of the game and just being really diligent in the prep work, doing your research and building up your self-worth, your confidence and doing the work to just know yourself better than everybody to a point where you are not shaken by Sally Sue having a meltdown at the pageant or, you know, they changed the walking pattern or, you know, whatever thing comes up last minute, you are a rock. You are a big oak tree with roots very, very deep into the ground. So when the wind comes, you are not even swaying left and right. You are rooted, you are secure, you are firm, and you are ready to stand for this pageant and you're ready to just be there and be a a person who takes up space in a good way and be nice and confident. So really, really important to know where you measure up. Again, I'm not telling you to compare to other women, but it's helpful to know the rules of the game and kind of, okay, what is the standard here? Like if I was going to go compete for Miss USA or I was encouraging someone to compete for USA, I would never encourage them to not go to the gym, obviously, because what you look like does matter and you need to have a killer brand. Your outfits need to be on point and you need to know the rules of the game, right? So doing the things that you need to do to get you to the level that you want to be at in order to meet your goals is really, 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 really important, which brings me to the next point, set realistic expectations and goals. So knowing how you're doing is so important. We don't have the self-accountability and the check-in systems in our daily lives to be able to answer that question most of the time, okay? Regardless of even pageantry, in our daily lives, most people are not asking those questions. How am I doing? Checking in with my my budget, my family, my friends, my relationships, my work, my balance, my self-care, my fitness, my health, my eating, all of these different categories. I could ramble off like 15 more. And not that it's about the list or the number of things you check in, but do you have a habit of reflection And it's really, really, really important because if you know how to assess yourself, therefore you are going to set realistic expectations and goals and you won't be let down on the back end because you're going to have a realistic mindset and realistic plan in your head. Okay, if I want this goal of winning this title, I need to then do these steps to get to this goal. It's not just ambiguous, like, okay, I'm going to win and I'm kind of going to work on my interview and I'm like sometimes going to go to the gym and I'm, you know, going to kind of buy a discounted dress and it's going to be enough. Like, I know the rules of the game. I know the standard. I've done my research and I trust in my plan that is going to move me forward. It's not just going to be throwing money at nothing. It's not going to be a waste of time. It's not going to insert whatever excuse. It's actually going to work because you know that your expectation and your goal match where you not only are at, but where you want to go. And it's harmonious and synonymous with where you want to go in your life. I hope that makes sense. Next one here is know how to challenge yourself in the ways you need to improve. And again, when you're setting those realistic expectations and you know yourself, you can say, does my plan match my goal? 
okay? And have that inner cadence of, okay, maybe my workout plan was to work out three, four days a week and I'm eating these things. If I'm regularly checking in, I'm going to know, is this working? Is this not working? Where is my goal? When is my goal? And do I need to pivot partially through, therefore, to get myself where I need to go and kick my butt a little bit more? Maybe my goal was to hit the gym four days a week, five days a week, but I've been consistently going two days a week for the last three weeks. Having the the know-how and the boldness, I was going to use another word, but having the boldness internally to kick your own butt and say, this is not good enough, work harder. And again, it's not about doing just to do, but doing with purpose achieves a goal and a result that will preach. Okay. I wish I could put that on a planner. I will probably will do that with the one that we're creating, but it really, really is a powerful thing when your actions line up with your goals and that is harmonious with you prepping for a pageant, okay? Because when you do this and you have that strong mindset because you've trusted your prep, you're able to relax and then you, when you compete, you're cool, calm, collected at the competition. I had so many women come up to me and they were like, you just seem so calm. Like, how are you so calm? We're backstage, you know, there wasn't really a lot of stress happening and there weren't really a lot of last minute things at this pageant system, but which I was very blessed for. But there's always like the one girl who is just all over the place, talks at you and distracts you. And she doesn't mean to, but and that was the case. And I unfortunately was standing really, really close by her and I was her talking post. And I had to say like, hey, like not ignoring you, but I need to just like mentally prepare. And that was a challenge. But I was cool, calm, and collected, and I had several pageant sisters come up, come up to me and say, how are you so calm? Like, or not making fun of other people, but just saying like, wow, like she's kind of losing it. Okay, I can tell like she's super nervous and you're just so calm. Like, what, what are you doing or what's, how are you that calm? And I was like, well, you know, I can't change anything now and I've worked on my mindset and I just feel prepared. And that's what I kept saying. Like, I'm, I just know I'm prepared and I just have to go do it. And when you are in that state, that's where confidence can truly bubble to the surface and you can really operate out of a state of polish and lean into that perfection. And I'm using quotes around that because no one's perfect, but you can trust your training. And that sounds so cliche, but that is how you do that because you have done the work in the back end to feel so confident in your prep and your plan that you're ready to just shine and you can be calm because you control what you can control and you're prepared for the X factor, like what you can, okay? And at the end of the day, a good mindset leaves you to be your best and it helps you leave it all on the floor. You don't owe anyone anything when you compete and you deserve to feel your best. So preparing before your pageant to get yourself in a state to be able to do that is so important. My encouragement to you all is to only do what serves you while also being humble and kind in the process. Now, I'm not telling you to be a diva. I'm not telling you to be a brat, but there's going to come a time where Again, when you're asking yourself those questions of, is this healthy for me? Am I doing those self-reflection exercises? Am I taking time to really ask myself those key questions? You're going to be able to assess, is this a positive thing here or is this a time suck? Is this something that's going to benefit my life or should I not be doing this? Is this a waste of my time? Is this a waste of my energy? Or how can I manage to optimize the whatever amount of hours a day I'm awake that 
I can get the most amount of things done or whatever your priorities are for the day. It gives you that inner cadence, that inner conversation that is honestly just so healthy. And so as I was competing for a new system, I did all of these things. And the result was at the competition, I had time and time again, girls asking me, you're so calm, you're so calm. How, you know, you just stand out, you're in your own lane. Like I can tell nothing is impacting you. Like I kept getting those comments all the time. And it didn't shake me because I was confident. And that's not cocky for me to say. I was just, you know, I I feel prepared. And that's what made me so calm and so confident in my package of what I was bringing. And that confidence, yeah, it can be intimidating to other people, but that's just because they didn't prepare the same. And they don't have that same level of expectation or confidence because they haven't done the work. And that's not a knock to others, but it's an encouragement to you listening to this that you can be in that state. Why are Olympians some of the strongest-minded people in the world? Because they've trained their mindset to tell their body what to feel, to push past the point of pain, and to do the work even when your mind or your body is telling you not to, or to wake up in the morning and train even when your muscles are sore, and to eat the healthy food even when you want to reach for the junk food. Like, it is a mindset. Why in this world can some people accomplish things when others just absolutely cannot? The difference is your mindset. Yeah, you can argue environment, resources, genetics, whatever, but a huge piece of that is your mindset. I will take somebody with no resources, with lack of funds, with whatever that really, really has a strong backbone and is self-accountable over somebody with all the money in the world who has these high aspirations but won't actually do any of the work and pour into themselves. I will take the first person any day long because a person with the concept of hard work and the person who can hold themselves accountable, I believe, will go 10 times further than the second example that I just listed. So, If you find yourself competing for a new system, I hope that you take this training to heart. You ask those key questions. And if you are in a place where you're like, Ali, I am asking these questions. I feel like I know the rules of the game of the system, but I don't know how to apply that to me. That is where we come in. Okay. I want you to DM me on Instagram, DM our powerhouse pageantry account or Megan on Instagram. Um, I'm Ali Mancuso on Instagram. Megan is Megan Swanson Rhodes on Instagram. And we want to talk to you because if you are that type of person who you are okay with doing the hard work, the hard internal work, you are personally accountable, or maybe you're not and you just need someone to kick your butt a little bit, we want to talk to you because that shows a level of awareness on your part that you've done the hard work of knowing relatively or mostly how to play the game and you need help with that polish and we're looking for girls like you to help join our community because girls like you who can ask those questions and can hold themselves accountable or are aware that they need more accountability are really really powerful when we get a lot of you guys in number together and that's what our community is built off of so I didn't think I was going to go there at the end of this but I just felt really led to that if that is you and you're you're in a season of pivoting to a new pageant, please reach out to us. Go to powerhousepageantry.com or follow us and DM us on Instagram. We would love to book a free strategy call with you and really talk about your 90-day goals, your upcoming pageant, and just give you an ear and hear your heart behind your goals, your mission, why 
what you've been doing in the past has not been working and give you some advice. If that's us, great. If that is somebody else that we know that's a better resource than us, we'll point you in that direction. And that's who we are as coaches. That's who we are as human beings. And um, we really just want what's best for you. And if that you find yourself in that boat, reach out to us and we would love to either point you to one of our programs or another one that can just provide further resources for you. So I hope that was helpful for you guys today. And if you find yourself competing in a new system, make sure in a nutshell, you ask a gajillion questions. That's funny because growing up, my family used to call me the human exclamation point and, um, I had lots of energy and I always asked questions. So my mom said that all the time growing up. She was like, you would just sit in the back seat and just ask questions about whatever would drive by and you know, what's this? What's this? How come this? And you can't turn that off. But I think asking questions is a really key skill when you're learning something new and it takes a level of boldness and action to be able to do that. And that's what I want to leave you guys with today, encouraging you to ask those questions, know yourself, take action and If you need help and you need accountability, reach out to us. We'd love to help you guys. So that's all I have for you today. Have a great rest of your day, everybody, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Hey guys, it's Coach Allie. Thank you so much for listening to the Powerhouse Podcast. Megan and I absolutely love our listener base and we couldn't do what we do without you guys. If you stayed all the way to this part of the podcast, there's a couple things that I want to make sure that you know. We are constantly updating our resources to be the latest, greatest trainings and stay really up to date with trends. So if you want to figure out how to save $700 overall on pageant coaching, we have a service called the Powerhouse Club among some other things. And to be honest, it is the best coaching in the world. Obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but we have the best community with amazing women from every single state in the United States in our community. And we just love pouring into you guys. So if you want to figure out how to save $700 overall, like I said, be a part of the best coaching service in the world. Click the link below. We would love to assist you. See you next week, guys.